Welcome to Ah oh, Crap, a Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero hosted by me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. Yeah! yeah. Welcome we back. Have, yeah, welcome back. We have a special guest with us today. You've heard about her, listeners. <laughs> You've heard all about her. My wonderful fiance, Jessica. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> I've heard about all three emails uh, congratulating our engagement. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's a family in here. It is. It's a big family of strangers Aww. and people. A lot of love in this room right now. Yes. Very fun. Uh, which is great. Uh, your full name, Jessica Ross, just so everybody knows if they ever want to look up credits oh, and see yeah. what you write. Um, they can't just search my fiance, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not on fiance. there. Or you're forcing her to change all her uh, social medias to that. To that, that could yeah. happen. Yeah. You could be controlling like that. <laughs> yeah. You better go do it. <laughs> um, in addition to being her fiance, tell us about you, um, Jessica. Yes. Well, my first job is fiance. Uh, my second <laughs> job, I'm a writer, cast member at College Humor. Great. Uh, I was formerly a part of the UCB mod team Bombardier, but we have just ended. And how long, I mean, in addition to all that comedy writing, how long have you been a writer? I've been a writer uh, total in, you know, practice in school, uh, writing sketches and stuff, maybe like the past five years, four years I've been cool. doing it. Love She's it, love great it. great at it. Thank you. Yeah, she was on oh, a great good. sketch team. So- we want to know. I want to know. The people. I think. Know. I think Kate. Whoops. Kate already knows. Yeah. Um. What's your history or or in relationship with the character Hellboy? My. It all <laughs> is is Kate. <laughs> Kate introduced me to the majority of comics that I read. I always liked like movie adaptations of comics. I loved the. 90s animated X-Men. It did all the right things for me as a kid. Right. <laughs> Funny, horny. Yeah, they were so hot. <laughs> um, Wait, the characters are horny or you guys were horny for the characters? Both. I think okay. both. If you rewatch that, there's a lot of... Rogan's and... Uh, Gambit. Gambit, yeah. yeah. The love triangle that is Wolverine, Jean Grey, and Cyclops. You are yeah. very right. And there is a lot of chest, exposed man chest so in that yeah, cartoon. Very beefy. Beast. Ooh, yeah, just Beast. like Beast. <laughs> I think Beast was like underrated in that cartoon. Yeah, because so they too. kept. And the thing is, I think why is because as kids, and maybe you guys can t tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, but with Hank McCoy, I think they kept giving him only dramatic arcs. Yeah, and keeping him sort of as like a side character, and they never really went and had fun with him because in the comics he's very complicated. There is one episode yeah. where him, Storm, and I think it was Jubilee go on like vacation together and they're all dressed in like tropical outfits. Storm I do know looks that. dynamite, but Beast <laughs> has like little shorts on and stuff. I think he has oh, a Hawaiian shirt too, yes. right? And yeah. like binoculars. And that's when they get captured and they go to that mutant camp. Yes. Mm -hmm. Does he require underwear on a regular basis in that show? Yeah, he's always in little undies. In the, like, yeah. To be an okay. X Men, like underwear is a requirement. Oh, yeah. That's, okay. That's <laughs> you still one. got junk, even though you're a big furry monster. That's true. <laughs> is it like a little red dog penis? Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. Her face just I do. Either, now Can I we just, just cut that out? <laughs> no, and we're never not going. Talk about it again? <laughs> nope. 
I can't take I, that look back from Jessica ever. I'll never live that. Job. But now I'm immediately <laughs> the thinking the horror that she looked at me with. I wish the listeners could see it. Because all I'm picturing now is there's a bunch of like fan art out there of, oh, of a naked surely. beast with that dog being. I like that it already beast. exists. Ow, Jessica, stop taking my ring off. <laughs> Wild. Um, so I was super into that. Then the first like comic comic I read was Love and Rockets. Mm-hmm. And I read a ton of those, like all the or those anthologies y- that yeah, I read. Yeah, those big like, yeah. Um, and I really liked that. But and I'd seen the Hellboy movies as well, which yeah. are fun. They I don't yeah. know how great they hold up. We haven't watched them in a while, but we'll we're gonna. To I'm gonna eventually. wait because we're gonna do an episode on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get them before they go back to the Disney vault. Yeah, right back in the Disney vault. Do they own? No. no. But everything gets You're put in the Disney vault. Silly? I just make silly. Listen, this is too serious <laughs> of a podcast for you to make any jokes <laughs> anymore. Um, that's interesting. So, have you priorly? read any Hellboy up t- until to this This, this was story? the first one and I did cool. have to read it twice. I read it once on my own and I was a bit confused towards the middle. I was like who are all these people? And then I read it with Kate. Yeah. And it helped. Yeah. Totally because it is coming out it's because I'm, I'm just going to add this into this conversation. Normally we would, we would ad- like speak of this when we start in on the panel discussion. But I think this is pertinent to what you're saying because it is a, a crazy story to jump in on. Yeah. Because everything we've read up to, because this is what Mignola said about doing it, is he's all following up the right hand of doing, which is a shorter story right before this. He's like, I wanted to say a little bit more about Hellboy in his big hand. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, <laughs> exactly. And I wanted to resolve the whole beast of the apocalypse business once and for all. I think I did that, but you can never be sure about something like that. <laughs> I think I killed it. <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. He's like very unpretentious in his descriptions of the comics. Like he's very like blunt about what describing what he was doing. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's really great. And he's he great. he like very much is like, I think this is good. People say this is good. I don't know if I like it. He's very cool. Yeah. And then he says the stuff Igor Bromhead says to control and command demons is mostly taken from old occult ritual. The hand of glory is a real thing. Crazy to know that when we get to start talking about it. The St. Dunstan legend is a real legend, but I made up the part about the box. So box full of evil was published. And this is stuff that we'll get into as well as it was published as a two issue miniseries in 1999 for the right hand of doom. I added a four page epilogue. So when he, that epilogue that we read occurred, he added that when it became a paper trade back. Yeah. Okay. Because he said to give Hellboy a chance to reflect on events and to get rid of that scrap of paper. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. So I think you're right to be a little confused because you're getting thrown into a lot. Yeah. Because this is a very captivating two issues. This is like an emotional peak for Hellboy yes. up until the, this is like almost uncharacteristic of him to talk to re, to reflect like that at all is very uncharacteristic of him. And yeah. Yeah. It's, and he's trying to take us another like he's been poked a lot at this point and he's sort of taking a hard stance on where he stands. Yeah. But then we know that, I mean, maybe at the time when this was published, we didn't know it was going to go forward or more, but from what we know we were ahead of us, we're like, eh, well, it's not ending. So as much as you try to like hide from it, there's going to be more. Yeah. So you were confused. What other thoughts just about it? Um, other thoughts that I had, uh, it, parts of it made me laugh. 
They were really fun. Great. Um, and I like, yeah, all of the humor that's in it. Uh, and some of it's kind of subtle. And some of it's just very silly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just love the look of it, too. It's a very pretty comic. It's kind yeah. of like a cartoon goth-ish. Yeah. 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 Which I enjoyed. And I like that Hellboy is the most saturated thing in it. So he really stands out. Yeah. I would the agree. Colored versions are great. Yeah, there's a lot of good coloring in this this stuff. But that being said, any other other thoughts before we jump into the panel discussion, Jessica? I just love hearing from our guests. Yeah. <laughs> any other thoughts? I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to go, more, yeah, of yeah, course. As we go. But just some quick facts. Do you have those up or yeah, uh, am I still pulling up? Oh, I got it. So this again was published as two issues in August and September 1999. Um, in the full internal numbering, it's number 15 and 16 of Hellboy. Um, but it was written and illustrated by Mike Mignola, colored by Dave Stewart. He just keeps killing it. Letter by Pat Brousseau and edited by Scott Alley. So, which is interesting too, is there going to be two stories that we're going to get to eventually? Um, but, or if we ha- I think we'll get to eventually coming up. And they were backstory issues, which is The Killer in My Skull, which will introduce a great character named Lobster Johnson, and Abe Sabian versus Science, which will bring back Roger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's cool that those were little backstories, and we will get to those on is the science pod. Science the dude who looks like Tom Servo in the movie? Science is not a person. Oh, oh just okay. like That would be I do like the idea of a character named Science. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> I think that's just in general, Abe's. I yeah, we haven't read that story yet. Yeah, um, but yeah. So those are the cool facts about this. Let's jump in. You want to guide us through, Kate? All right. So it's opening up, and we see uh, Hellboy and Abe Sapien are investigating a crime in Drugan Hill, England, in this big mansion. Uh, They're getting some information from a Mister Heath, who just lets them know about a home invasion where, like, when the Guy jumps, like, comes into his house. Mm-hmm. He's frozen. Like, Mr. Heath is frozen in place. Yeah. And this is a great color change. I yeah. love it. It's like, it feels like it's purposeful for a flashback, but also the color tone gives you that. It just feels so creepy and yeah. frozen, like he's describing what happened to him. Yeah, it's, like, super stagnant. He's got him in this great pose where his, like, hands are clenched, like... He was mid doing something and yeah. maybe he's like struggling to get out of that. I really like that too because I have so many nightmares where I'm trying to do something but I'm like paralyzed and I can't. Yeah. So it was like very creepy. Right yeah, yeah. yeah. And then for somebody else, for not only for you to be frozen, but then somebody else is moving like and you're still conscious. Around you. It's not yeah. like you're just in sleep. It's like you are seeing what's happening, but you can't move or do anything about it. I and then that. even after, well, I don't want to get too far ahead. No, but even that's after okay. he's gone, he's still frozen yeah, for a while. Yeah, he still has to stay yeah, that way for, for quite like, a while. I would be like, when is this going to end? Yeah, <laughs> and it's so creepy. And for him, not just, it's so, like, the guy who comes in, the, like, man who comes in, uh, an odd-looking little man with, like, a circle head. Yeah. Holding a candle that's shaped like a hand, which we find out. Not that if anyone out there looks like that, it makes But you it's actual odd. hand, though, too, right? It's an yeah. actual hand. Yeah, it's the, Hellboy the describes glory that hand. It's, yeah, it's, it's a hand of glory, so it's a 
hanged man's hand that's dipped in wax and turned into a candle. Glory That when hand. used correctly, it can help. Glory hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, yeah. So it's like it'll open locks and then freeze people, which is exactly what it did. I thought that was funny too. It's powers. To yeah. open locks and freeze. Yeah, it yeah. like really. I wonder if it's, I mean, he usually bases this stuff, like he says in his little description, like he bases a lot of his stories on real folklore, but like who you, sometimes he makes stuff up when he has to. So this one he says of, it's for real. Yeah. Oh, the, the hand glory of glory. Hand is, he said oh, it's for real. Glory? glory hand makes Sound glory like is like a glory hole, yeah. Yeah, sounds bad. <laughs> it's a glory hand. It's a zombie uh, hand. A glory you think hand you're going to get a hand job, and then next thing you know, your dick is gone. Frozen. And it's all bony. And they stole your dick. Uh, and then I love this little um, panel of him looking like really pissed off uh, and frozen in the bottom corner of the first page. Yeah. And he's just like After he has glaring left. at him. Um, he wants- it's creepy because the, the hand itself casts a big giant shadow of itself in that same panel at the, in there. Did you notice that? I, I rereading it now. I noticed that the hand has a shadow. Oh yeah, on the second page. Or second there, page. This sorry. one. Yeah. It's creepy. Ooh, that's very creepy. But yes, the eyes. Just like mm. in his peripheral vision too. Like it's so creepy Ugh. the way that this whole thing is set up. But yeah, backtracking. He's yeah. looking at him angry he's as his little man. Him, yeah, he's watching him walk across the room with a hammer, which is like, oh, fucking so scary. He breaks open the wall, grabs a box. Leaves and leaves that candle behind to burn to like keep him frozen, I guess, so he doesn't follow him. Um, and yeah, he's just just describing to Hellboy that the servants come down and they were stuck that way too. Everybody in the house was stuck that way. Um, Abe Sapien picks up the hand. He's like, "It's a real hand." <laughs> so nonchalant. It's a real hand. And, and then that- this dude's like, <laughs> "I love that Abe is trying on the duster in this one too." Because yeah. like usually he's just a, like a naked fish man in like either a speedo or like some sort of like swimming pants. Yeah, this is nice. It cinches at the waist. Yeah, yes. it's very. It looks very like London. Yeah, yeah. Very English. Maybe yeah. He was just like, it's gonna be cold. Maybe I'll wear this <laughs> or just to blend in or something. For sure. Uh, you know, the two of them blending in really well. Um, the. But yeah, this is where he describes what this hand is. It's yeah, so Mr. Heath is looking like pretty horrified that he's it's gonna a real ch- hand. Yeah, he's going to pee it. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to barf. I love the way Hellboy looks. Isn't he's he just great? so cool. Yeah, and like the the shadows and the eyes. It's like detailed and not detailed all at the same time. Yeah, like he says so much with such simple lines. Like yeah. we always, mm-hmm. I feel like every episode we talk about it, that he like can... He gets like across textures with like you don't have to see all every single individual hair on like his chest or whatever, but you can like to know tell. you could run your fingers through. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> she loves oh, beast. Yeah. She loves yeah. the hairy chest. Oh my chest. god, you love those chests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a tape. Hey, Kate, the listeners you have don't a hairy chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thick mat of hair that no one's ever seen. Um, and then, yeah, so he talks about the hanged man's hand, you know, it like immobilizes you. Um, that's what your guest was doing. Uh, he went through a lot of trouble to find what he was looking for and all this stuff. He, uh, Hellboy notices that there was a painting on the wall of St. Dunstan. Um, Mr. Heath is like being pretty coy about all this stuff. Like, uh, and it's kind of implied later that he maybe knows, knows more than what he was like telling them. For sure. He's kind of like, oh, these like weirdos broke in and took something. I don't know. Like. 
you know. He used to be a convent. I that's all I know. Yeah, yeah he's like protesting too much, kind of. And um, yeah, house used to be a convent. He like doesn't know the saint's name, but then Hellboy guesses it's Saint Duns, um, Dunstan. Um, yeah, and, and he'd walked out along with the box. He'd walked out with these like tongs. Yeah, so it's, like, Abe fire. like confirms like without saying so much he's like saying he just goes tongs like he's like confirming with hellboy like yeah that's in the story too like we're we're on the yeah. same page and he's like yeah in a box does that mean something i hope not so yeah and then he's just like um then mr heath is like you know i'm not a psychic or anything um like i don't even believe in that kind of stuff <laughs> but like you know it, it seemed like whatever he had, like he had this impression of the weirdo when he walked out of like the guy who broke into his house that he had like this vision of the house where he was going. Yeah. Um, and then he describes it like the, the house from Edgar Allan Poe's fall of the house of Usher. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess is just like another, it's just like Mike Mignola being like, Ooh, this would be like cool and creepy to like. Yeah, put I, into he literally is like, I want to draw the house of Usher. Yeah, I just want to <laughs> draw that. Like, how can I do that? Well, it, it, had, it looked like that. It looked like you it. You had mentioned there are other Poe things, like things buried in walls and stuff. Yeah, well, later in this like story. Oh, yeah, there's definitely. Like when he's stuck. Are, isn't there that like Harlequin or something? There's a Poe. I don't know about a Harlequin. I was thinking where, of the cask of Amontillado when he's like buries him in the wall. I mean, it's not exactly like that. The only. Can, he's the not only a clown. Who's not a clown? The man that he buries in the wall. Uh oh, he uh, maybe he is a clown. I think he, he is. is a like a jester or something like that. You're you're right. He's like a oh. drunk ass who's like I'm gonna <laughs> drunk get you. Ass. Drunk ass <laughs> clown. Get, he's a drunk ass clown. Um yeah, so it's like not exactly similar. Like the only similarity was like the, the walling imagery. somebody up. Yeah, but this is the only similarity. I mean, as far as I know, I haven't really read. It's a great the house. They should yeah. turn off some lights. Yeah, a lot of lights lit in here. A lot of lights. Yeah. Well, before we move on, because we see this last image of the of him stealing it. Yeah. Home, this is really like when growing up, I had at least one occurrence with what people have is known as shadow people. Oh my god! You should look it up, Dave. I'm you're scaring the shit out of me, dude. I wish we were recording it, in the I day. I do think it's a little a little bit of a brain. It might be a brain thing because yeah. it's occurred to so many people. Yeah, but it's where you wake up paralyzed and you see somebody uh-uh. in the room that's like a shadow. Hell no! And you can only see a black silhouette and you can't move. It's you're happened paralyzed? to me. Paralyzed? Yeah, like you like you're awake. It's like similar to what has happened to him with the hand of glory. Sleep paralysis, it's right? It's sleep paralysis. You wake up and then you see stuff, but you can't move. You can't talk, but you're fully aware of it. Are you like half dreaming and like some people say? So that's like why it's such, a, it's such a common occurrence. If you actually look, there's into like a it. movie on Netflix that's like a dramatization of people's stories yeah. about it. Nightmare or something, I think it's called. Maybe yeah. I but tried to watch it, but it was kind of boring. A lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but the event happening to you must be the yeah. It was weird as hell, dude. I took Jessica on a trip to Idlewild like a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and we woke up and it was like so quiet and dark. Like, you know, I'm used to sleeping in Los Angeles with like people screaming and like honking or whatever outside of our window and shit. And like, it was weird to be in a place so quiet when I woke up and I guess I had a nightmare and I woke up scared as shit and I had, I woke her up and she wasn't even mad. <laughs> like, you're just well, like, you always think someone's coming to murder us in our sleep. Uh, <laughs> Cause they are. But I usually don't yeah. wake you up about it. 
Usually I'll just tell you about it later. <laughs> I just get like, I don't know, like at night I'm just like, you know, I'm a Bad big things baby. Happen at night. I'm a big baby. And in October we're watching all these scary movies. I'm just going to have bad dreams. I love them. I don't want to stop watching them, but I am a baby. That's very funny. Yeah. Big scared baby. Super cute. So if this happened to me, I would, I don't know, be pooping yeah, my pants. It's wild. I would hope my bowels would freeze too. So yeah, they're paralyzed as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second they stop, it'd be like, Whoa. all the servants would come down and I'd be like, oh, he made me shit myself. Did you all poop yourselves too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> oh. Um. Anywho's, anywho's. <laughs> well, this well, this is where his little whatever psychic vision of this place leads us right to where our villain is. Yeah, this like creepy old house that's even creepier and older than the house it's that we were in just Scotland. in Scotland. Yeah, in Lochmaben, Scotland. Lochmaben. I don't know. Mm, not from yeah. Scotland. <laughs> and then you hear um, the voice of what turns out to be the this home invader um, talking about. Uh, like according to legend, Dunstan, the St. Dunstan worked in a blacksmith shop and the devil disguises a woman, tried to seduce him. And he took the red hot tongs and was like, fuck you devil and grabbed him by the nose. And the devil flew away screaming. And then I love this as he says this, he then he cuts out and he's like, well, that last part, yeah, at yeah. least is a lie. <laughs> the yeah. truth is, is revealed in a letter from Pope Gregory the Seventh to the Bishop of Milan in the year of 1082. It's just funny to like. Yeah, yeah. Eh, so that's a lie, but there's actually some truth. The yeah. thing I told you that was a lie. Psych. <laughs> yeah. This is really it. And then so it turns out Dunstan grabbed the put the doubt. So I guess that's just Mike Mignola's way of being like, oh, but that forget that part. This is the other part. And yeah. So he gets to put in his fake made up thing. Um, that he struck the devil's head with uh, on an anvil with a hammer, and he put the devil in a box and locked it and put holy seals on it, and so that's what we have with, with us it. right yeah. now. Um, and now here is that box. Here's that box. <laughs> he's, he's like QVCing it to these uh, people who are. Like, I like their sort of attitude because they're they're even though they've paid this man to do this for yeah. them clearly, they've probably been waiting a long time to find it. They're yeah. sort of glib with him and honorary. It makes because, me think too. They're just like old money rich, yeah, English assholes. Yeah, like I feel like rich people are just that's how they talk to anyone. They have yeah. no patience and no tact, and they're always demanding. And so it's like it's not very big. Like, yeah, he's so I rude. I paid for a big box with the yeah. devil in it. Why would a demon be? In a small box. <laughs> a big, big devil. <laughs> like and they're in their robes, so maybe they just woke up. That's don't crazy. defend them. <laughs> yeah, Jessica. I'm right terrified now. of when Jessica gets wealthy. It's a matter of time. <laughs> um, and then it's like, yeah, so she's like, oh, my husband and I are very pleased, Mr. Brahmid. Bra so I guess Brahmheed, Brahmhead, um, go he ahead and email us. Yeah, you whatever guys. way. I'm sorry. Brahmid. And, um, yeah, so it's like, and we're aware that we owe you final payment, but we don't have any money left because they've been like worshiping the devil. It costs so much money. So they give him the deed. <laughs> you know how it goes. You know how it is. So many candles. So many goods. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's like, accept the deed to our house and all our worldly goods. He's like, yes, great. And 
yeah, basically, uh, from this day forward, my husband and I belong to Satan. I okay when when I read this together with Jessica, when she says that we read it together, I don't mean we were like looking at the page. We read every word and did voices. Cause <laughs> I love we're that. Adults, yeah. It's just to what like, a great way to read it. Yeah. So, but some of the voices, like Jessica, wasn't taking it very seriously sometimes. <laughs> so she, her voice would be like. Instead, will you accept the deed to this house and all of our worldly goods? And I was like, you got to read it right. That's what she sounds like. <laughs> That's not what she sounds like. You That's know, she probably sounds like Meryl Streep. Brit, like doing, That's my Meryl Doing Street. an English That's your accent. Meryl Streep? Yeah. Well, wow, it's pretty good. <laughs> From Mama Mia. <laughs> it's not quite as stupid as that. But I do okay. like the confidence of like a devil worshiper being like, we don't need this. Because yeah, we now worship. We, we, are now, we belong to the devil. So yeah. it's like, who cares? We'll have everything That's crazy. Um, and, you know, Dr. Uh, Brumad is just like, I'm sure I'll take care of you. What about the key? And then he's like, oh, yeah, I have this other. It was very hard to acquire. But here's the key, a gift to you. And then she, like, talks to Satan. Lord Satan, your uh, freedom is at hand. Your poor servant. I only ask one thing for myself, a little mercy. And uh, come forth in a shape that is not too horrible. And then, like. Uh, so yeah, you see in the top corner here, these images together kind of like fit together. I didn't notice mm-hmm. it before. Like at first I was like, who's this handsome devil that they I showing didn't you? it at all. Yeah. So like yeah, cool. the lines kind of f- fit together like a puzzle a little bit. Yeah. I think it's oh, definitely a representation of what she thinks she's going to get. Right. Versus she's, what she wants. Yeah. She's like talking to this image of the devil. Like this is what she's imagining will emerge from this box. And she's like, please appear as like a hot dude. Be a hot devil. Will you be a hot devil? Please. (laughs) Can I get one thing? Look like a like a Houdini, like a sexy Houdini cross with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp Houdini. Oh my god, that's exactly what he looks like, dude. Um, and yeah, and then, um, what's his fucking? I just love this page because I think it's just it shows that again the use of panels to create such anticipation. Yeah, there's such tension of like they're about to open this up. Even just she's like, holding up this key, and there's like an energy key, around it. And she's pleading, and then there's just that close up of it clicking, and we're just all going, "What is about to? Yeah, what's happen? gonna pop out of here?" And like the whole page too, like you don't get the reveal until you flip the page over. Yeah, yeah, That's and it's cool. like I love that it just squee like like a little sound effect of squee as it's yeah. opening up the box, and there's a close on her eyes. Oh, yeah, it's very and she's like cool. she's just like. Wide-eyed, but you're like, why, why? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're like, well, I guess it's going to be fucking creepy as hell. You, they, just nobody knows. Nobody has any idea. And I don't want to skip over what's happening, though, as she's opening this, because I think this dialogue comes oh, back this is so important. well. Yeah. It's like, uh, we have Brumham saying, and what do you wish for? What do you wish for, Count? Enough gold to lie down in and a gold crown on my head. That's a very good wish. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. cool, which is Badass a wonderful wish. thing, and it's yeah. like a really when it comes back, it pays just, off. In it pays a great off, way. So, especially yeah. in a devilish way, because we know like most stories of the devil offering you a a favor or giving granting you a wish, it has a turn. Yeah, it has a thing of like I still give you what you want, but it's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> classic. The devil's such a petty little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> devil's like, but it's, oh, you'll get it. You want peace and quiet, and then you went death. <laughs> just like any or have you ever seen the Wishmaster? 
I have. I've seen it's such a, a scene of it. Movie, but there's it one where the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Oh, or yeah, bedazzled. Or bedazzled, yeah. Or any monkey's <laughs> paw yeah, story, any genie story, you know. I enjoyed Bedazzled. I loved Bedazzled. We <laughs> saw it in the movie theater. The one with Brendan Fraser? Yeah. There's an older Surprisingly one. Surprisingly funny. Yeah, it's a, that's a remake. It's a remake, right? It's a, what, I yeah. did like that movie, and I love Brendan Fraser. I wonder if it holds up. Well, we're going to find we'll out. We'll have to find please out. Please let it hold up. Please, 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 <laughs> please. It's like peak Elizabeth, or what's her name? Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Austin Powers is obviously peak, but. Peak, peak, yeah. I think that the first one holds up still. I think Austin so too. Because it's straight Powers, up a parody, dude. whereas the other ones are just like sort of Mike Myers just letting loose. Yeah, you're yeah. like yeah. okay, Silly. you're sort of just griping on the same thing. It's but he's a sweet They're still character, fun, but- and like because Jessica was just fighting with some coworkers about this movie. They were like, "I wouldn't watch it because I know that it doesn't hold up." And I was like, "It's so funny. You're insane." Yeah, because they were saying he's chauvinistic, but he gets made fun of for being that the entire time. Like, he, yeah, all of his well, antiquated it's things. Yeah, spy things. Yeah. It's not like he's just an- and everybody's calling him out for it. They're all yeah. like, "You're disgusting," and yeah. here's dental floss and like. <laughs> All his womanizing stuff gets called out on. Yeah. yeah. He does 100%. eventually get the girl, but it's like, he, it's because he has to change a bit. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's just calling out all the stuff. If you watch James Bond, he's one of the worst characters. He's awful. Yeah. He's the hero and he's terrible. He's a, yeah. a, as you said, a terrible human being. I mean, although the opening credits to the second Austin Powers is great too. I still think the second one might hold up well. I think Goldmember I just never really loved. Goldmember is stupid as shit. Beyonce's too young. Yeah, she's like (laughs) nineteen or something. Well, he's they like peck on the cheek. Yeah, they don't even really sexualize her because it's he. Mike Myers is probably like this is. I hope so. I hope you would do And it. that's what was in the box. Yeah, anywho. Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. Austin Powers <laughs> yeah, <pops> baby. Out. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird Hellboy turn. But actually, so as this box opens, I mean, she's like startled. The key pops out. Yeah. It's like, and there's like a big sound from it, yeah. which is very interesting that such a large sound came from this tiny box opening, which startles both of them. The, the husband yells out her name. Bologna. Bologna. Or whatever. Yeah. Bologna. Baloney. <laughs> Baloney. And then, and then they're like, it's ugh. just like this cloud emits from it. What is that stink? And then they think it's empty at first. She's fucking pissed off. But then you see this little green glowing fly. Which is so funny because like, they were talking about the anticipation on the first page. Yeah. yeah and then it's and this little fly. fly. Yeah. And but I then, love I love his that one panel after she's so angry in the fly of him. Bro, I'm going, I assure you, it's not empty. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, it's like, but the, yeah, I think this only like extends the tension because then you're like yeah. what the fuck is going to happen when this little thing you know you like yeah this is still creepy as hell um she's yelling at him that he tricked her until the fly buzzes right into her mouth she swallows it um her husband reaches out to her but she's instantly instantly like possessed Possess, yeah um she's i absolutely love this next the top of this next page it's such a fun it's moment. It's true. like, yeah. and I just love this kind of demon because this demon just shows itself to be like a little bit of a fucker. Yeah. And it's like d- a little imp, like a yeah. little asshole. And he's so mad for being in that box. So his first move is immediately, you're a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect I way to say it. So it's the funny. best reading of it I've ever, like, I could He doesn't ever even imagined. look at him. Yeah. He's just, you're, you're a, a monkey. monkey. <laughs> and then, yeah, of that panel of just him being like, ah. 
like <laughs> yeah, a monkey in a rope. Yeah, <laughs> instantly. It's uh, very cute, it but still cute. a devil worshiper. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And you, lizard or pig, like threatening, and then like, you know, he's kind of, like he hasn't Ramit flinched like, at all. Yeah, he like almost like expected this or something. My mouse is being dumb. He did because he wanted her to be possessed by the demons yeah. so he could control it. Yeah, this is all part of his plan. I mean, that's where his confidence is coming from. And sneaky Pete. Because that's where he, as she's about to do this, she's like, there was an old woman who swallowed a fly. I don't know why she, oh, are you done yet? <laughs> he growls. Oh, you thought I was I was a fool like those others? No. Because I think this is in response to this. Maybe her power, his power isn't working right there. Like yeah. he's, like probably even during while he's talking, she's wanting to, the demon's wanting to change him and it's not working. And so he's like, are you done yet? Yeah. Like, are you over? And she's like, he's growls. I say she, cause he's in his, the, the female form right now. And then he's like, oh, you thought I was a fool like those others. No, I'm protected against the likes of you and displays yeah. this like, what is it actually? I don't even know what the thing there, is. It's, it's like, almost, it reminds me of like in Catholicism, there are these things called scapulars ah. that are like little images that have like saints on them. And if you, it's supposed to just protect you. And it looks like a little, It's you, they're usually smaller than this. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be like a little like postage stamp size thing, one on the front and one on the back. And like, it'll, it'll say on it, like whoever wears this, when they die, they they'll go to heaven. It's like automatic ticket to heaven. Oh, okay. Sweet. But he's yeah. using this as a tool to control this demon. Yeah, I guess for this, it's I'm like sure a, it's, it's like, like a defense. Yeah, this is this seems more like something that's like a symbol of. Um. What's well, the saint that captured? Yeah, the saint who ca- of Dunstan. So it's like he is afraid of it. I would imagine his like captor or something. And it's like a holy symbolic thing. Like, I'm sure it fucks with demons. Mm-hmm. And he says um, a bunch of, like, biblical jargon names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, I'm, con- I'm, I'm commanding and constraining thee. And, um, you know, this thing is, like, pissed off. Take it away. Um, and, yeah, he's, like, calling up biblical names. And then by the name Dunstan, the saint, your jailer, who's... Uh, Whose image, image protects me. me, yeah. And it's like, the image is cool because the saint's holding the tongs. Yeah, the tongs that we saw. People's um, names are very important. In this, this is an actual biblical yeah. thing. And, and But I, I mean, throughout this entire Oh, you're right. Episode. Like knowing secret yes, names. Yes, I agree. Issue. Issue. But I think in whole too with Hellboy. And yeah. Because he has a given name and then he has the name Hellboy. The name yeah. that he takes, yeah. He takes. So yeah, I think you're 100% like right. Super symbolic, I think. You're right. Of like the whole thing, like him cho- like it's like a an abbreviation for his like destiny basically. Yeah. Like his name is this thing that everyone assumes he's going to be and then he just takes this Oh god, this issue is really good. It's so it's really good. like heartbreaking. It is. And but I, as we continue and we get yeah. to the even the, those greater moments, this part is really cool because I remember in seminary learning about demons and devils and stuff. And that, you know, growing up Mormon had to do seminary. What I is think, that? Just like school? Like, class, yeah, like you'd, you'd, class? you would literally take time. There'd be like a period in the class. You'd have to go to like a church class 
Yeah. I was very bad of it. I usually would read, read and I'd get yelled at or not yelled at, but they would try, try to make me not read. And I'd yeah. be like, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. But I, this is something from that's biblically known. I, I mean, I'm not, not that well read when it comes to the, the Bible, but this thing of knowing their names is actually like a pull from like biblical stuff, I believe with demons yeah. and in demons where if you know somebody's, or it might not even be demons. It's just a thing that if you know someone's true name, you can't control them. Yeah. Cause mm. I think or they can't like trick you anymore. Yeah. Cause I think there's a thing in, even in, if you believe in afterlife and pre-life and all of that, right. That this is just like one part of existence. Yeah. If I remember right, you have a name that actually came before the one you have now. Oh, and if somebody at least this is what I remember from my Mormonism growing up in the in the the teachings. So when you before you came to Earth, you had a name. If someone find, knows that name, they can control you. Whoa! It's like a weird, crazy thing. So that's why when Just this popped for Mormons? up, I, was like, I wonder if I'm I think gonna... it might be like more of a, a greater Christian. If anybody of our listeners, if you know anything about this, I don't remember any uh, of that shit from Catholic. Please share. What do you uh, by think email. your name is? Um, Don't say it because then we can control you. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Tricky. (laughs) I think it's interesting that you both went to religious schools and now you're both super into this podcast. I mean, they use (laughs) so much imagery, like so much like religious imagery all the time. I just think I don't have quite the same connection or like guilt. I guess. <laughs> I don't really have guilt with it any ever. I don't think I ever had guilt with it. Yeah. I, I knew at 15 I didn't believe any of it. I love this stuff and I think we've talked about this briefly and just especially where I am in my life, I all of it's mythology to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like and it and yeah, you know just going to turn off maybe a listener out there the or not. Yeah, that's but to fine. me I look at the Bible and I look at it like you are as as real as the Greek gods. Yeah. It's just instructions some lessons for people in to be like don't eat pigs because you'll get trichinosis and don't eat <laughs> yeah. like snakes because you'll get sick. Or like, this story is meant poison. to tell you how you treat your fellow man. Yeah. Like don't treat people like you. shit. Yeah. They're all like. Um, and like the cat commandments are built because, hey, our society right now is yeah. not fucking working. Yeah. And it's because these things. Yeah. So I'm going to have to come up with an idea and say this was brought to you by a bigger force so we Free can get our shit for together. Once, yeah. <laughs> Good thing we solved that as a society. I know, right? Thank God religion really put that all that shit in its place. Yeah. Nobody but, kills anymore. Have you heard the thing? This is weird. I'm going to bring this up oddly because I, I remember it's a podcast or a radio show I listened to years ago when I was in Utah, how they were talking about everybody uses the defense against homosexuality because when Moses goes to the desert, they tell the Jews not to lay with one. There's like a big passage that says you're not supposed to lay with the same sex. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been and like, I just walk through a water. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing is that actually historically has nothing to do with homosexuality. Yeah. What it has to do is our numbers are low. So right now, as we're trying to survive, we need you. It's really about saying you need to make procreate. We need to procreate. So us Jews that just left don't die off and nothing to do historically with homosexuality. Yeah. And this guy type. And I was like, that is fascinating. Everybody loves to fucking remove history out of all the shit that are in those books. Yeah. It's, it's always (laughs) some like more practical reason for all of this shit. Cause you live in a world that's existing around you, which is, a bigger deal, in my opinion, than an afterlife. Yeah. But moving on. It's baloney. So Hellboy, I, so th- was that a great answer to you? Us being fascinated yeah. by Hellboy. 
I mean, yeah, because you just <laughs> grow up with it. It's just like stories that you grow up with. Can I ask, with. what did you, what, what did you grow up with anything? Oh, yeah. We, uh, my mom is Catholic and my dad is Episcopalian, although he's not really anything now. Um, and I guess my mom's still a little Catholic when she's in the mood. She's Catholic <laughs> when people are like trying to do tarot card readings and then she'll be like gasping and be like, oh, you can't do that. Like. Yeah. No, like it's so. And we would go to church in like Sunday school, but I don't know if it always felt more of like a social thing. It never felt like this like strict thing that I had to appear to. My parents are always pretty chill and liberal with most things. Right. Yeah. So I never. Lucky you. Never felt guilt once (laughs) in your life. Yeah. So I'm kind of floating on a cloud. (laughs) I'm glad I've never had that guilt thing, even though I grew up with that. But Uh, I think it's because I knew I didn't believe it in that early age. I mean, it's pretty well instilled in Catholics, but it's not. I I never thought it was because I'm like displeasing God. Like, I feel like I feel guilty for displeasing other people. Yeah, but that's more human guilt, which is a little um, less, less unhealthy than I think the other. Yeah, I think that's I think that's like. It's all about control and shit. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. I agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is a great transition to this. Right. Back take, into control. Because he's taking control of this demon by saying, by thine own secret name, Ulak. That's how I'm pronouncing it. A minor demon of hell. And knowing that name gives me power over thee. I love that. I yeah. just like little. That's like just cool mythology stuff. I love. Yeah. And I love this like speech bubble that's like shrouded in blackness where he's like just completely hateful and angry. Like, how did you learn my name? Yeah. Like, he's like shrouded in dark. You get yeah. these cool little like, like, um, I love his silhouette form. eyes and stuff. A demon in a robe. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> we had a monkey in a robe. Now we get a demon in a robe. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. I guess like, so he's saying like how he got his name. Dunstan inscribed your sign in the inside of the lid of your box. Um, I know that demons are liars. <laughs> it was, your initials are in your underwear. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or like Laverne. <laughs> Calvin Klein. Doesn't she have the L on her? Oh, her yeah. Spell? Yeah, Laverne it's and on robe. <laughs> and then, yeah, so it's like, oh, he must have beaten the truth out of you. So I'm using that to command you. Um, and he's With got my the tongs. tongs the, those blacksmith tongs. The holy um, and tongs. By, and by this name, Tetragrammaton. Tetragrammaton. Jehovah. Oh. Do I command thee at which being heard the elements are overthrown, the air shaken, the sea runneth. Enough! <laughs> I love words hurting like a demon. Yeah, yeah, Very like like um any kind of like quotation of like holy texts or whatever. It's like, okay, okay, command me. But like still this guy is a little liar because you know like He's also just trying to get his hands on something too. That's which the game, is, yeah, yeah. I love everybody's it. playing everybody. Um, I love his little hands, like the little shape of his hands. In yes, this is I really think in that cool. bowing, this bowing panel is. I don't know. It seems like a little small, perfect panel of him, yeah. of his hands and him going, "Command me, master." And they're just like the foreshortening of the hands. Like there, there's so much like there's so much like. Texture again, like there's you can just imagine the like fleshiness of this mm-hmm. of this little demon's hand. It, I don't know. He just does such a great job with um what is deceivingly simple lines. Really neat. Really like makes those hands come forward with like the shadow on the face. Okay. All right. I and love then, it. <laughs> it's really cool. And then so he's um yeah, um, and I love a villain just being petty. It reminds me of the villains of die, like the good Die Hard movies, where they're yeah. just out for cash. Yeah. Even though it put on big fronts, 
for like they think they're like they yeah it's like, like all this theological... I'm doing it for a bigger reason but really I just want money yeah I just and that's need what I love. money yeah Rome's just like immediately grant me wealth and power and I know that's <laughs> not very original but in this world right I, it's like in this world I need it I, yeah in this world it makes it's great I'm sure I you've heard it. this a million times <laughs> stop me if you've heard it you already have wealth you own this house there's a treasure hidden you just go in the cellar wall so that's a, more a little like another payoff it's wonderful yeah. Um, um yeah. yeah wealth enough for you blah 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 i can grant you power beyond that he's like tell me tells him about how boy how he's the harbinger of the apocalypse alive in this world and all this stuff and he's got an invisible crown that even Hellboy doesn't know about we have a cool flash to the dragons and their captivation That's right. in space and i let jess know a little bit about it like when we were reading because yeah, obviously you would be like yeah you'd be like what is this yeah but it's just it's just a reference to a story. Of course, story, it's yeah. a dragon in a rock. In yeah, space. yeah. I got it. But there's yeah. a part of me that I mean, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong when I'm about to say. There's a part of me that loves. That's what's scary about it, to me, is that you don't know what those are. Yeah, because exactly. we've never seen it really. We've, we've, we've seen been teased with symbols images. of it. We've seen like images of like what, like, because he'll always draw like he'll draw like these old sculptures or something like that. Like these old medieval looking representations of monsters. Um, and he'll use that as like foreshadowing a lot or like informing the story of like, this re is referencing this old story or whatever. You gotta be a fucking like art historian to recognize it sometimes. But yeah. So, but we've seen only that so far and not like what this really freaky yeah. crazy creature looks like. But I, I, I like not knowing. So yeah. I was just curious if like if it did, did it make your head spin or were you just like, I don't, I, I just don't just, know what that bigger thing is. I was literally having trouble following things because right. I thought that whole thing was still that dude's flashback when he was like, I had a vision. And I was like, so oh. is this his vision? Oh, okay. Oh, I can see. I can see that. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, we're going to another place I think now? That's and then Hellboy's at the door. I was just, that's when I was like, I don't know. Okay. Understand oh, yeah. Did you, when we read it together, though, you understood that it was. Yeah, because I think my a, voices just, were so good. I, yeah. Because <laughs> I get that. Because you could look at it like, oh, this is an invention, but really it's just a transition. I think if it was you a don't. Transition. Yeah, I think if you don't look at the. Because there is a little thing that like just says that it's in a different location in Scotland. That helps. And if you just like kind of. Like a lot of times the first read through, I'll breeze past some information or like I won't fully ingest it. And then it's like, wait a minute. Like. That yeah. And I think in second happens. reads, it's easier because you can. I think you start to pick up in second reads. Which Mignola and many artists will do is they use color to to signify that you're 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 in the same time like frame and yeah. Time. So like there's different ways I think to pick up on yeah. yeah. So I don't think you I don't think that's it's understandable that yeah. you'd be confused in that first yeah. read totally. Um, great. Even in my prison, I have heard them whisper his secret name, Anung Unrama. Yeah. So, oh, that's such a cool little, like, eyeball shot. <laughs> yeah, it's um, very good. Yeah, so he... <laughs> and, and the monkey is... I love this laugh. The monkey makes me laugh. <laughs> the monkey's it's such like... A, it's so fun to put him in the foreground. I heard the yeah. whole thing. He's like, man, I, I wish I didn't listen to my wife bringing the devil forth. <laughs> His secret name. Can you bring him here? Master. Yeah. Ooh, and then we so, immediately yeah. cut to who they're talking about. Yeah. He, I, I love that transition. He is already here. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is working out for yeah. all, both of like us. Like, it's all falling into place. Um. Yeah, and then Hellboy Neighbor just talking about, like, 
whether they know this place or not. And like they sort of talk about the history of the house. Oh, Abe lost his jacket. Maybe because he was at that guy's house. Yeah, maybe he was just being modest. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit. Or something like that. He was just trying to make somebody more comfortable. Put some clothes on for a bit. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, he's talking about like he was here a year like or Count Garino bought the house a year after like what the fuck. I was well, he here back the in house 69, 69 with Broom, and he, this is how he described the place. 69? That was really... That, I love this. 69, that was that really bad, ugly witchcraft thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which just, like, one is he referring to? Did I don't we th- read that yet? I don't think it's a story we have read, okay. or mine have never been written. Oh, but that really? could be. It could be. Listeners can inform us, but if we get there, we get there. But, I mean, yeah. but... um. I just like when we, I, I really appreciate side stories that are maybe never going to be written about. Yeah. It just feel, it just makes us realize that Hellboy has been not doing so much. for. Yeah. And at this point, like since we've been reading so many little mini stories, like you can almost even imagine it. You yeah, almost, exactly. On your own. Like he gives you just like a little taste of it. And it's like, Oh, like we kind of know the format that he followed. Like, mm-hmm. not that it's always c- like cookie cutter by any means, but like he sort of does his little, like, what do you think happened? And the witchcraft. I think they came up on some witches that were conjuring the devil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Using old stuff. It got out of hand. They let this demon free. Hellboy had to punch it through a floor. floor. Yeah. He fell through a floor into this demon's mouth. (laughs) He had to fight it his way out. until And at the end, they had to be like, Go back to your go go somewhere. Yeah, cast it back to (laughs) Yeah, cast it it back. And then he told those witches as he left, he's like, Maybe uh, stick to gardening. Right, yeah. That's pretty much it. And they were like, you sexist piece of shit. You motherfucker. Fuck you. I didn't mean anything. I just meant like you. He's not like that. I know he's not. And And what if those witches were warlocks? They could have been all men. Yeah, that's true. And they were warlocks. And they were warlocks the whole time. Yeah, so he's just talking about like. These two are the best together. They're great. Aren't they great? And they're complimentary in color and in friendship. Yes. Yeah, it says that Count um, Garino bought the house just a year or two after that. He, I bet he got it cheap. <laughs> yeah. And then he's saying, like, oh, it doesn't bother you that, like, Heath happened to see this in his, like, oh, all of a sudden, first ever psychic vision. I love, like, Abe. Like, I, I Abe's funny, too. Abe's, like, very dry. Yes, he's very, he, he seems. But he's a fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, very dry for a fish. <laughs> you silly. Winky wink. Winky wink. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, uh, it's all of a sudden first ever second vision, like, obviously implying, like, this guy knew more than yeah, he was telling Yeah, I us. love it, because Hellboy's like, yeah, didn't like that I like much. this picture. That's the movie poster. Of Just his close face, up the close-up of, of his face. face. Yeah. yeah, it's really Very cool. good. It's very good. A little too convenient. And then, so, yeah, then they're knocking on the door. Um... And it opens. <laughs> but I love, too, that he's just, after he's like a big boom on the door, the the big knocker. Yeah. Uh, which is looks, has its own crazy, like, imagery. The knocker itself is like a nude woman in something that looks very evil. If you look yeah. at it, it's I think great. That's it's like, very ornate. It must be very big to make his hand look tiny. I know that's yeah. not his key hand, but I'm sure that other hand's still pretty big. Yeah, For yeah. sure. But I just love that they knock and that dryness from... um. Get Abe is so good. So you really think we should just knock on the front door? <laughs> <laughs> what else are we going to do? Hope those 
idiots don't open that box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, can this be an easy job? Can we yeah, just- <laughs> like, can we just wrap this up in a way that's... I don't think it's like... I forget this god's name. It's... And I do think this is the first time we've heard him just say this exact word, and I think it's beautiful. Once that door opens up with the Kree and that are standing in silhouette of darkness. Yeah. Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> Count Carino. Anybody it's, home? Like, yeah, yeah. just kind of like being silly. And I feel like there's a little bit of because of the journey we've been going through with Hellboy. You almost, I think a line like that, no, I mean, I'm not saying he's cracking by any means, but it's like a lot of this shit's wearing a little thin on him. Right. He's, he's getting like, a little jaded where he's yeah. like, all right, I'm so over the shit. I've already been to this house and broken up some <laughs> yeah. evil shit. I got to come back to this house with new evil shit. And then like I, they have all these like awful like deer heads mounted on the wall that are like dripping blood. It reminds me of um, Evil Dead. Yes. They're okay. like watching, right? It In looks my like mind, they are. And they're cranky. I think there's just like an evil in this house that That's, inhabits yeah. every part I thought of something it. more was going to come of them, but Me they too. just kind of... It might... I think it's just threatening it, and gross. I, it might be a connection to a later story. Oh, okay. I might be making a leap, but it might have a connection later on in this whole Hellboy series. Yeah. But and again, we'll have to... If we'll anything, get there. all they do uh, at, they at least versus work, deer head. Yeah. They, well, they at least work at being like creepy. Definitely. At yeah. Least. Yeah. They're being so effective. Like, Let's check upstairs. Um, you see this like awful tapestry of like a jackal and like, Ugh. uh, what kind of looks like the husband and wife, I guess, raising this jackal up. Maybe. You have yeah. a little penis in there. That's right. Yeah. Penis. Every now and then you get a little wiener. Usually um, it's just boobies. That's right. Then we see, uh, something like on a pedestal in the distance. It's the box. There's Ooh. a close up of the box. It's empty. Well, they opened it. Idiots. <laughs> Idiots. Hey, what's in the corner? Shut up. Is that a monkey? <laughs> He's got a gun. <laughs> blam, blam. <laughs> this is one of the shoots. best panels. It's, and it's so good. We've just walked through a scene of demons and conjuring and control. And this monkey's got a gun. A little so revolver. Funny. It's so funny. Weirdly, you would think that it took, like, you'd feel this is out of place for some reason. Why does it make, I can't tell why it makes so much sense. It's great. It's just so <laughs> funny. It's like. And he has wild. like such a good, like, it looks like he knows how to fire that gun. Look it's just like, <laughs> just in case you thought, like Mignol is like, in case you thought this monkey was going to be like cute. He like shows you this cute little image of him in the small little panel. He's like meekly looking up and then it's like, blam, blam, firing a gun. <laughs> Um, and and then when we were reading it together like when we flipped this page and I see Abe getting shot a bunch of times like in the chest like maybe in the lungs or something I'm like I gasped I was like oh no that ain't where his lungs are at I don't know it gets him in the shoulder right above his heart on one side I hope so it still can't feel very good but yeah it's true but he's got human lungs too that's how he's I think so yeah I think he's both he can do both he's amphibious Um, which is amazing that this this monkey because it became such a threat, and you and you started and you started reminded that there's a human essence in that monkey too, right? An evil one, a Satan worshiper. Yeah, one. to watch Abe get shot, you immediately like, oh my god, is Abe? Are we done with Abe for a moment? Yeah. And you're, I got, I was like, what the hell? Like he's not fatally shot, but it's. Uh, but yeah. you know, you got to he's attend the to wind him. blown out of him. Yeah, I mean, he's on the ground, unable to speak in this panel after getting shot, and he's just like, you lousy son of a. Just throws the gun. 
yeah, it's great. And then immediately we get out of the shadows, um, this yeah. asshole saying Hellboy's secret name, Anungon Rama. I curse thee and bind thee in chains of ice and tongues of fire. And he gets frozen. The and co- things the are, use of color right here to, to display his. Yeah. So cool. Like color. you'd never see Hellboy look so like. Yeah. They like pale that red out. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. So he's able to command him. Monkey drags off Abe. Uh, Hellboy's frozen. Shit's looking really bad. Um, he's that- like saying that that was simple. And then the. Um, what is his name? Walla or Walta? Ulak. 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 I forget. Ulak. I was down. It was a minute ago. <laughs> it was one minute ago, and I can't remember because my brain is a sieve. Ulak. U A L A C. Um. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, okay, finish it. Like, hurry up, hurry up. Um. Yeah. So, and you know, this dude's like taking forever, like doing his whole like rigmarole. Uh, the demons not having it, you know, he's like, hurry up, name him. So yeah, he does that names him. Uh, and he speaks the words that this little demon gave to him. Um, and it like exposes Hellboy's like the hidden aspects of Hellboy, like his horns is like full horns come out. We got all all of this stuff is called Kirby crackle. Cause it was this like artist, Jack Kirby, did this kind of shit to like show like cosmic energy and stuff. Oh, I thought it meant he was like disintegrating. This is, he's using it differently. It's just the style. Mignola has made it his own at this point. Yeah. But if you know Kirby Crack, you you recognize it. It's just like to, it's just like to convey an energy that's not like fire. It's like a different kind of like emanating energy coming out of him and around him. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, just this aura surrounding him of like bad shit. But I think you're, I mean, it's interesting that it's coming out of this first floor, very not lit up. Yeah. And, and I take that in the sense of like, he's, he's not, as before when we watched him become this form, he seemed a little more in control of it. And this, it's like being, it's being literally pulled out of him by another person right. for the first time. And you see like the first time it turns from blue to yellow to like this fiery colors when you kind of see an outline of the crown Ooh, um, in yeah. that bottom panel. Oh, I love it. Just like a faintly. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> do you like this shit? I do. You just okay, notice good. so much that I would have never seen. Yeah. We do you multiple do that with everything. What? Like, well, like see a movie and you'll just like dissect it like brilliantly and you'll see all like little shit like I that. I think just going to school, like I feel like just taking classes in art makes you like look at the composition of like the visual part of stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah you just, like you're a writer. So you're looking visually. at the words more, I think. Yeah. Right. I wish I was more visual. Yeah. I'm more visual. I'm the same way. Yeah. I think, I think that's like, I think that's it. It's like certain things you like when you're reading a comic, you probably go to the speech bubbles first, but I'm oh, pro- yeah. usually looking at the picture first. It's just like what your eyes drawn to, I think. Um Yeah. And then on the next panel, we get a really like badass panel of him, like pretty like much that. completely surrounded, like Ooh, shrouded yeah. in kind of like this fiery. And his right hand doom energy. is in, in flame and glowing. Yeah, he's like got the hand open. He like can't control himself. His eyes have, um, are are my eyes deceiving me? Did he's his eyes have like kind of that green glow, or I guess it's just glowing. The demon himself, um, the, uh, Hellboy, I guess. Uh, but maybe to not. me, it looks like a fiery. Okay, 
In my when you opinion. said, are my eyes deceiving me? I thought you were reading a thought bubble. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's just how I talk now. Are my yeah. eyes deceiving me? Yesterday oh, I said that I was reticent to do something and my friend Lori was like, what the fuck are you saying? Like, huh? she was like, she was like ooh, funny. reticent. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, that's not what I, what I was. <laughs> you know, I any hoozles. You talk great. Thanks, man. Listeners love it. And, <laughs> and I love this because then we show our little Ulak, who's just really excited here. And he's like, I saw the beast brought low, humbled and chained, and upon the smoke of his brow, the crown of the apocalypse. And a cool panel of that. Yeah, just a close zoom up. in of that. And he's like, and then I love, he's like, take it, Ulak, but remember who is slave and who is master. Always master, as he yeah. goes to grab it. Yeah, like, oh, and I, I know, bitch. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which I think sure, is a, sure, sure. Because right now, to be honest, I think before this moment, I saw the crown as very symbolic. Me too. Yeah, I saw it as like, yeah, maybe it's floating there, but it's more of even like a a, a different realm. I didn't think of it as a physical thing. So now we've confirmation this thing is for real. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, they've shown it kind of like in. Passing sort of like before. But yeah, it and he's floats had, above everybody's head and never sits. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Um, uh, yeah. So he like takes it and um yeah, he's like, What about Hellboy? He's like, I don't fucking care. Like, do whatever you want. And <laughs> hit then, him with your tongue. Yeah, this guy is like, I'll I I I would really like to beat him to death. It's and insane. Then he starts like smacking him with these like hot tongs. Ugh. As this like demon, as soon as he takes the thing he like puts it on his head and his horns grow he like grows more grotesque and yeah, like he gets large because of the which kind of reminds me of seed of destruction like how the um frog people like became like grislier and grislier yeah. and like more deformed and mutated like that's sort of what is happening here like this like power is changing it, it changes him immediately for sure yeah um hellboy's just getting the fucking shit beat out of him I mean, Meanwhile, in the basement, ugh. a monkey is beating up Abe Sapien. Yeah. Um, and he like wakes up and doesn't even know what he doesn't even realize at first where he is. I, get, oh, I remember. It's just <laughs> looks like shit. Yeah. This like little sinister monkey is in the corner and he's like, good monkey. And then uh, comes and brands him. So this is where the cut would be. Uh, on this page, this is the page it says the, on the Wikipedia, like the hissing. Right of when the... he no, it I, I would assume it would be the hissing, right? Yeah, it'd be like oh the, the he's like the I think monkey. you're right. He's like why and he hisses him. Everything's looking desperate. But they say when he's looming over him is where it ends. But I think oh, they might just shit. be wrong. It might be the hiss is the final thing. Because that seems like the natural cutoff, right? Of him getting branded. And then you're like, your issue's done. You're like, fuck, what's going to happen? I guess that, I mean, I can see either page. I can see either right. page, really. That's probably true. Because I, I think as soon as you see that monkey still there, it's like, oh, fuck, Abe's yeah. some bad news. Right. Like, you don't really even necessarily have to see him. You see him with this little... Hot poker, and you're like, he's yeah. But that is if if the next issue, if issue two started with him getting branded, ooh, you're off to a heavy fucking start. Yeah, (laughs) it might too though because it has like these little establishing. Well, maybe not, maybe not. I don't know. I'd have to see it. Anyway, it was like good monkey. The fucking monkey brands him with immediately. Yeah, and. It's like looks very painful and Abe is in distress and it makes me so sad because he's such a nice character. Yeah. 
Well, let's take a quick break. Yeah. And when we get back, we'll continue into the what is officially issue two of Box Full of Evil. <laughs> How are you enjoying it, Jessica? I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah. Hey, what's up, sinners all around the world? My name is Joe, and I am inviting you to join me every other Sunday on Choose Your Own Religion as I interview comedians, musicians, pastors, atheists, academics, other smart people about their take on God and spirituality. And uh, sometimes we even make up a religion. It's called Choose Your Own Religion, not take whatever one there is. So uh, check us out and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. And until then, you're in my thoughts and prayers. That's Choose Your Own Religion on Campfire Media. Welcome back to Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast with me, Mark David Christensen. And me, Kate Thompson. And me, Jessica Ross. Wow. You said that like you host it every week. Thanks for coming back, guys. As you all know. (laughs) Yeah. Now we we read the rest of it. (laughs) That's right. You're completely right. You have listened to this before. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, so you like. Ugh, looming over the house again. This, uh, yeah, I, yeah, this makes sense to me because it's establishing the house again. And it yeah. shows you like the creepy, it brings you back to the sound of the hitting. Yeah, it seems more like you would end on that hiss as yeah. a crazy cliffhanger and then come back to the quiet of the house and then the yeah. sounds of him getting beat. This nasty ass deer. Yeah, these Still deer there. crying And they're blood. bleeding more, yeah. It's Ugh. like, yeah, it's disgusting. And then... um the demon, uh, oh, he's black is like that's black enough. tong, yeah, or a bloody mm, tong. No, black. it's not enough. You said <laughs> I could do with him, uh, what I you said, what I, I could do what I please with him, yeah. I love his reply to that. This demon who's now grown looks fit, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he looks taller. like he went to CrossFit, <laughs> yeah. His posture is much better, yeah. Um, I yeah. love what he says. He's like, I am wiser than I was a moment ago. Just yeah. by putting on that gram. <laughs> and this guy's like, well, I'm not finished. He's like, just this awful piece of shit. Um, more and he'll die. Uh, this guy wants him to die. Okay. And he's like, talks about how Hellboy's responsible for him being in jail for 15 years. He's like, you can't imagine. I was in that iron box for 1,000 years. Don't speak to me about jail. <laughs> <laughs> at least you were, at least you were alone. Hellboy will die, but the hand must be struck off while he lives, lest his death bleed into it and poison it against us. So which he's, is, yeah. Ooh, it's just a cool thing because we haven't heard anything about that. Yeah. We've, we've only been hinted at that it could he, be needs removed. To, he needs to take care of this hand because if it is removed from him, it can still be could used. Could potentially be used. Yeah. yeah. So now they're like, well, let's get it off him before he dies because if he died with it on, it would poison. That's a new little fun. Yeah. How to get on him. He was just born with it. Born with it's it. It's like his hand. Born which, that way. Which we yeah. haven't been fully informed of, like, that information yet. He still mom. doesn't know. Yeah, a Tech? witch? I yeah, guess? I believe we. it's this, or like, yeah, a witch and then a demon. And his dad's but the, the devil? A devil. Uh, devil, yeah. yeah. And a we devil. don't know yet a lot about that. We've only been had a, one vision of him that that occurred to him. Mm-hmm. I said occurred to him because it, and that's given him a little bit of, like, like, like the the tip of an iceberg of who he really is. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's sort of what he is for the last big storylines. And this is sort of connected to the last two storylines is him getting thrown all of this when yeah. he's never thought about it before. Or he's tried not to think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, How old is he supposed to be? He was 
I guess, came to Earth. He looks like a little boy. He looks like he's, what, like eight or something when he first gets yeah. there? Yeah, and it's like in the 40s, it's around like, yeah. World War oh, II. Okay. And he grows up, and I think it has reference that he grows up He grows up a little faster, but also yeah. he's not, you know what I mean? I feel like, like in the movie they implied that he was like 20, and I was like, girl, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that Ron do, Perlman was yeah, 20 yeah. years old? Yeah, I yeah. think they do a weird thing when they're like, he grows like a dog. It's like sexy. dog years. Like that's why yeah. he's dating this chick. Oh, to make him younger or something? Uh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, he's like old as shit. Yeah, I mean he's it's old, like, but yeah, he doesn't. Like age, I think he old. is like as a demon. He doesn't age exactly like human. Yeah, he's like staying Broom, strong. Who was pretty young when they when he uh, when they met when he got conjured up is like significantly is fucking older. old. Yeah, so I think he's he he's a, a demon. Had a hair back then. Yeah, he probably grew up a bit fast, like physically, but he's not like aged beyond his form. Yeah, okay. But he's a demon. He's like, he ain't fucking human. Yeah, he's only half human, yo. So we have this as he's saying that a lot. This all very Aww. stark, very image, sad very of him sad with of all him. the like marks from the tongs all, all over and him. unconscious and unconscious. Can't say that word. That's Email okay. me about that, folks. <laughs> uh, but he's just laying unconscious in his own blood. Yeah, and I love this. What is the hand? A great and ancient thing. <laughs> the means to the power you desire. Yeah. Ooh. And then he reiterates that it's the power to command the dragon Agdru Jihad, who is in space floating. Dragon there. rock in space. That's exactly Love that this. would be the that's the jingle. <laughs> yeah. Jingle. <laughs> Whenever it cuts to it. In space. <laughs> but this is a new information too. Of hell. Yeah, this new know. soldiers hell's a new thing. Yeah. That we've now added on, which is fun to be like, oh, they're gonna command us. Yeah, and they show you like these like putties from Power Ranger kind mm-hmm. of guys. Yeah, a little thicker than them, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah a little, yeah, like in suits of armor almost. Um, mm-hmm. And that army will go to war against heaven. Heaven? Is there a heaven? I love it. <laughs> yeah, Every response to Bromhead is so perfect from this demon. Yeah, I think. he's like, uh, yeah, he's pretty cutting. Um, <laughs> um, you want to read it, Jessica? Oh, sure. Yeah, be the demon voice. Uh, of all the men, you will most certainly never know. Oh. He was kind of sassy in my <laughs> Will you? Will you? Will you? <laughs> now give me the tongue. And his look doesn't even literally look like he gets it. He's like, oh. I feel like he's like a little, well, he's like, guilt. I mean, this guy's done some he's, shit. He's a shitty human. I think he knows he's not going to heaven. And like, maybe he thought there was no heaven and that's why he, maybe he acted like so shitty. Like a bad boy. But like, if there's a devil, then... There's a heaven, I guess. Yeah, he's like, there's hope in him. Yeah. Give me the tongues. Uh, (laughs) I Um, love that. You're not afraid of him anymore? Nope. No. Oh, I guess I'm screwed. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So so he's kind of realizing now, like, oh, this demon was, like, playing me a little bit. Yeah, totally. Um, But I think he still can't physically harm him because he has that thing on. Yeah, he still has the protection. yeah. Yeah. And so he grabs the tongs, he like melts them and shapes them like magically with fire into this huge like fucking hacking machete sword. power sword. (laughs) Yeah, here's a sword to cut off that hand. Do it. And at that moment, elsewhere, what's happening? Uh, Follow my voice. So like Hellboy like drifts off into this like... which Dream is another re- almost or something. Or I think I think it could be fully represented. He's drifting off into the other, like the mystical realm that these that they're these, like contacting him through some yeah. other dimension or some shit. 
And we've met these characters before. One for sure we know his name. The other we do not. But yeah. We've been hinted, but we've been told by listeners, and because I can't remember who they are. The other one that's in a cloak that speaks. The cloaked one, I don't remember. These other I, two guys we, were in the cloak. I don't think we've been told. And okay. that's the fun thing is. I, and this dude is, with this huge is, ribbon or this huge pair of scissors, he's about to like cut a ribbon. Oh, that's on his robe. I think that's like some decoration. That's symbol, yeah, oh, like, I thought but he was holding a giant pair of scissors. It does look like scissors. It like does look like, like it. Open up a like, mall. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the it. dimension. <laughs> yeah, he's like a king of um, fairies, that guy. Yeah, we saw him in the corpse in this like older, older comic where he was like, they were They're like observing. testing Hellboy, sort of, mm-hmm. but like not not in a way that they wanted him to die. They like, yeah, they and like then, want fairies and like magical creatures in the world to continue to live. Gotcha. Yeah, and then they in Wicked Devil too because they see they witness him turning it away. That's right. Yeah, and they're like, "Wow, he's actually turning away." And, yeah, and, he's being good, mm-hmm. and he's in some mud right now. I yeah, think, I think yeah. they're on the 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 tree of life or the the. Oh, really? I believe that's it, right? Oh, that would make sense. It's a huge tree. Yeah, I think that is the tree of life. That oh. is the However you pronounce that Swedish word for it. Well, uh, wasn't the, Rasputin's like part of his soul captured in this or something? And she's, yeah, because she never, she appeared there as well with them. Baba Yaga? Was, yeah, Baba Yaga was there with them. Oh, She's the three that right. have been observing that's right. That's right. So it's okay. like, it's very interesting. They keep interacting with him. So there's Baba a- Yaga sounds like a morning DJ in Philadelphia. Baba, 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 Yaga. Baba Yaga. I'm here to, I'm here for you DJ in the morning Baba Yaga. and I'm stealing your kids at night. <laughs> stealing your kids at night. Baba Yaga's like this like Russian witch that like helps the main villain of this story basically. Um, yeah, she's kind of like not good or bad, but she's like pretty much bad. I'll always imagine her as John DeBella. <laughs> John DeBella Yaga. Yeah. Uh, and then it's, uh, oh man. And then we got, yeah, so we got these guys all looking, like observing him. Um, you're on the floor of the home of Count Carino, the monkey. Uh, um, uh, Count Carino, the monkey. A moment short of being dead. I know that like, voice. Yeah, Who? Voice, yeah. So he's like. Um, I love that. Uh, now, boy, we're not here to. Th- I'm going to give him an Irish accent. For I some imagine reason. him with an Irish accent. Uh, too. Now you're not here to talk about me. It's you, boy. Who are you? What's your name? Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, you're doing great reading, today, dude. <laughs> and then, yeah, we see like the the king of fairies or whatever looking very on. stern. Um, he says Anungun Rama. He's like, that's Fuck. just words, boy. What do they mean? Fuck. I don't know. Nungan Rama, the world, uh, world destroyer, the great beast, and upon his brow is set a crown of fire, which is like the literal meaning of the name. Yeah, is that um, who you are? The un- this dude's got like a Game of Thrones vibe. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I think it has a lot of that kind of fantasy feel. Like, yeah. He likes and to all the in. runes that are on him too, I think is like something that- You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the main yeah. one. Yeah. The main bad guy, like the one who looks like the Dar- cold Darth King? Maul. Yeah, God, it's been so long. I haven't even said that name. I know I miss Game of Thrones. <laughs> I it too. Oh my God, I haven't said Night King in months. <laughs> <laughs> it will come back next year. Yeah, uh, I think so. Like late to next end? year. Yeah. So long. Very long. Miss it. Anywho. And I love this because he's like, is that who you are? And he's like, I. And then it cuts to that demon with the crown on his head. And then he's like, no. Well yeah. then, boy, 
It's not your name, is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah. Wow, this part's so cool. It's very interesting to see, because we don't, and this is what I love about, I'm a big fan of, like, just not knowing fully yet until later. I love it. It makes me, yeah, keeps yeah. me reading. And I mean, I get, you know, it might turn some pe- readers away, but me, and it's probably because I just already love Hellboy so much, but it's interesting that these creatures are seem to be helping him at this moment. Yeah. Well, to realize the seen. predicament that he's in and how he's going to get out. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? Well, they've just seen how he's handled himself with these other tests and that he's like gone through these other sort of like trials to see if he's good or bad and he's proven himself all the time. So they're like, we got to to help. Like they're worried about the fairy world being destroyed, but like. I'm sure they're also worried about the world at large being destroyed. Like yeah, you they can't don't have the human world without them. Yeah, in some yeah. Sense, balance, so they're I like, guess. yeah. So they're trying to keep him to help him out. Um, so when he comes to, you kind of get this like, it's like this cool like, even though it still looks really bad, he's like still on the ground. It's such a great um, action. Bless you. It's such a great action star moment mm-hmm. of like you think he's down Snapping and out, and it. then it's just like, hey, what do you think you're gonna do with that sword? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> On his feet, baby. Madison Square Garden. Hell yeah. Did I mention we're from Philadelphia? Uh, Well, that's New York. Definitely coming out right now. Yeah, I know, but Rocky. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know where Madison Square Garden is. Got it. New York, baby. The old apple. That's what they call it. That's what they call it. <laughs> the windy apple. <laughs> Better put it away before you hurt yourself. What? He gets back up like a, yeah. Like I a love it. And Rohan's like boxer. really like, uh-oh. He's like, he's moving. You said you wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to move. Silence, you yapping dog. Yeah, I love that shit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and then, yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. So he's like saying, you know, oh, you should be bound by your name. But he's like, that's not my name. Um, that's not my name. That's not my name. How about that? Punches him out. So like some good old fashioned Hellboy brawling where he gets to like punch a monster in the face. Yeah, I like the. It's very fun, right? Action. Action, baby. I love this panel right after that hit of them both facing off with each other. And he's he's back ready to swing. The demon's about to swipe with the sword. And this dialogue is like, ha, I see it now. I did not realize how completely I had become the thing. Now you have even more reason to fear me. Play dumb. Or play ball, dumbass. Sorry, play ball, dumbass. Play dumb, ball, ball <laughs> I don't know why I read it that ball way. Ass. I mean, ball calling ass. somebody play, ball ass is pretty hey, funny. Yeah, ball ass. He's super the ball The comic ass. makes me think of music a lot. It's very, I guess, cinematic. Is right, yeah. yeah. Like, you get kind of yeah. like a... Because this is like... Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I love yeah. that. Dramatic music. That's amazing. I love that. And then the... Like, you really hear it without him even having to, like... I love a panel words. like that that doesn't need a sound effect. Yeah. Like, you, get, it just conveys it with the action. Um, And then this guy's, like, running away with his fucking tail between his legs. <laughs> through the house. Um, a little bleeding... Elk, deer, creepy ass thing. Yeah, he's beating the fuck out of the demon. Then we see like a meanwhile, like back and forth kind of a thing between Hellboy and Abe. Abe getting fucking tortured by that monkey. Yeah, and then he finally like kicks the monkey, kicks the um brand out of his hand. Uh, we're like, yeah, like this is such a triumphant moment where they're like finally they've been like got the shit kicked out of them for so long in this issue. I love he Abe is. 
this is crazy for Abe because we've I mean we've seen mm-hmm. Abe hold it together for himself, but not as much, right? He's we've usually seen him- like like he's usually like dodging. He's like quick. Mm-hmm. He's not like so much a brawler, or he's just been broken, like in Wake mm-hmm. the Devil. As soon yeah. as he got involved, it's like great. I I had to watch a guy die, and my wrist got broken. Yeah. And this, he pulls the wall out yeah. and clunks it immediately into the monkey. Smashes it into the monkey's face. So cool. <laughs> You're not a good monkey. You're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we like cut back to that demon getting beat up by Hellboy too. The monkey, like one desperate leap at Abe. Um, and he crashes through the hole that Abe started. Quite. And then we see like falls... A long time with it falls with the thud. Abe looks. Oh, on. I thought Abe gave him the old heave ho, like he kind of. I think he oh, did too. About to jump I agree. On him and Abe threw him I think oh, he yeah. did that. His hands out. do look like that. Yeah, he did a thing where he threw him back behind him. I, I like I agree. this one, the circle, and then it's all black underneath. Yeah, that long vertical panel with yeah, the like Abe that. in the not in the window, but in the hole that in the wall. In the close up of him, oh, with that blood still on him. Yeah, he was all fucked up, and then this guy got his wish. Yes, the monkey slaying and all that, those riches that yeah. were in his house. It's so good. I think, yeah, we'll talk about our favorites, but that page alone, I think, is ooh, it was a sweet baby. Yeah. yeah. And, and then, then immediately back to a big boom that Hellboy has taken from the demon. Yeah, this demon's like holding his own. He smashed his sword, but he's still like punching him back. Um, then we cut back to fucking Brahmed running through this mansion trying to like get away from, and then unluckily finds Abe. Where's Hellboy? I I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> uh, just like being such a baby. Tell me. You see Abe kind of like rip a piece of fabric from his shirt. Yeah, he grabs at that yeah. robe. And then he's like, I, I, you tore my robe and I didn't even do anything. He's such a child. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Such a, he just sniveling. Yeah, like he's he like Tim Curry in Congo. <laughs> I haven't seen him forever, but spot on. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to elaborate? I just a Does he have bitch. that moment just at the end bitch. with the monk when the, when the, yeah, when the girls they all get free? surround him and he's like, Trying to like plead with him. Please, monkey, don't. Please. Yeah. Please don't. Maybe it made me think monkey. of it because there's a monkey in this too. That, and uh, I just think about Congo more than most people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jessica, good gorilla. I like that movie. Yeah, it's a <laughs> really insane it's movie. It's entertaining, very bad. What yeah. kind of cake is it? My sesame cake. My sesame cake. <laughs> 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 there's a lot of great quotes for that movie. Love it. Um, Stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> uh, anywho, yeah, back to the thingy. What does it say? Oh, yeah. yeah he so he run, the door, runs into a door, goes and hides runs in a room. Away, and then the fucking mounted head in the room says his name. And like, Brian there's this head. big noise happening, this yeah. blams, because it's like. I think well, that, that's. I feel like that's Abe also knocking on the. Is it? I think so because okay. you see his yeah, chain on right. the other side. Like bam, bam, yes, bam. I guess you're right. Oh, I don't know why it's head, so loud. Is this head talking? Kind of what the the uh, deer heads were foreshadowing then? I like the house so. is alive. The house is about to be punished. Yeah, yeah. It's I think like you're right. Just completely surrounded. Maybe there was a payoff. I think so. And then, so I mean, now it's a house that's possessed. I mean, if this this much yeah, devil it's worship, fucking right? bad news. And then he's guys, like, guys, um, don't worship the devil. Yeah, it doesn't pay. If off. you want to do it, 
And then you see like all the satanic shit on the wall, like like cool symbols that like Mike Mignola likes to do, and like cool statues that, that he likes demon to that's do. eating somebody's head. Yeah, that's crazy. I was saying this before on the podcast, but it reminds me of this Goya painting called Saturn devouring his son, and it's not like devilish exactly. It's like one of the titans like eating. It's his children because uh-huh. they were supposed to be more powerful than him or whatever. Uh-huh. But it's really gruesome and it kind of looks like that. Yeah, like totally. Flipped. Kate's wearing a monocle and a top hat. As I'm she's very telling smart. Us about this. Listen, I was reticent to tell you that fact. I feel like but... if you're very smart, it shouldn't be a top hat and a monocle. I feel like you're rich and dumb. Oh, <laughs> hey, Mr. Monopoly, smart and is rich. he? Maybe with finance. Mr. Monopoly. Does Mr. Monopoly, Monopoly not have? Isn't he called the Monopoly Man? Doesn't Mr. Monopoly Dr. not have Monopoly. a mo- <laughs> I didn't go to Monopoly school. I'm a doctor, thank you. God damn it. He might not have a monocle. I have a pulse. I don't know if he does. I don't think he does. Kate's not really might. wearing I think I thought he had a monocle, <laughs> but I pictured him as a financial rich, like a tycoon, not a right, smart man. Like a scrappy. Mm. Sorry. Like he- Sorry. <laughs> That's a different game. <laughs> <laughs> but he starts praying to this lord well, this other he, demon lord he calls, he calls Azeroth the great prince of hell which earlier in the comic we kind of didn't read that entire part but the little demon he was like when he was calling forth all the names he was about to say Azeroth and he was like no don't say that one like you don't need to say that one it would end badly oh, yeah I didn't that pick up on this earlier. either so yeah. he's calling that one that he, the little uh, that Ulak warned him about in the earlier in the issue in the first issue mm-hmm. wonderful yeah so he's t- calling on him to save him. And then we see this like far off field where this prince, you know, this great prince of hell is standing in this like, bi- like cold, windy field. Um, meanwhile, like Abe's still banging on the door. Um, his bams have yeah. turned to blams. His, yeah. The, he's really hitting it. He's hitting it really hard. And then all of a sudden, like instantly the sound changes. Thud. And he hits into this like stone wall yeah. because the prince of hell like Changed walled it, it up so mm-hmm. that Abe couldn't bust in and get him. Um, son of a, a lot of like interrupted son of us in this one too, yeah. which is fun. But I love the, the, that panel as he says that his face is just perfectly displaying that shock. Yeah. He's like, like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> Am I crazy? And then, yeah, so he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, master. I'm your humble servant. And uh, oh, no. And he sees that, like, Abe has ripped that And image. Abe's holding it. Like, what's yeah, this I like, have what in my grab? He does. Yeah, he wasn't even trying, but he's, like, grabbing that piece, that, like, religious piece that was protecting him earlier. Um, and then the fucking demon that he called forth is, like, says his name, mm. Igor Brahmid. So he's, like, in control of him now. And he's like, no, no. And he turns him into a fucking lizard. Yeah, he's like a half iguana. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the things she said, right? Yeah. She's Either like a, a lizard or what was the other thing? Lizard or a rat? Rat, maybe? Something. Potato. There's no way we could ever know. <laughs> we can never turn the pages. Yeah, back. we can never find out. <laughs> so he's in there turning into a lizard. We see this like cool thing in the forefront of the two pieces of the image, yeah. like the holy image of St. Dunstan. And you can hear, and I just realized that Abe can hear his screams a bit. Yeah, Abe like hears him screaming and he's like, okay, see you later. And then like a cool, like eerie close up on that demon, um, sort of looking like Antichrist, like he's holding a staff, like a broken staff. Yeah, to me, he looks like a a dark, 
um, shepherd. Yeah, 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 and it's also it also kind of mirrors this image of Dunstan, like where yeah, he's like holding right. something a little bit. Like he looks, he looks like a religious symbol in his own right, but like mm-hmm. the evil version of it. Yes. Um. Yeah, and then we're back to Hellboy. Boom! Taking another big yeah. hit. This will be the end of it, and he's like, you know, he's just telling Hellboy like you're fucked, which is like what all the demons like to tell him. Yeah. Like every every guy he fights is just like, listen, you're you're done, you're done for. I love it. You're finished and lie down, lie down and die. You think so? <laughs> you think so? Yeah. He's like, you've like you spent too much time with humans. You've almost become one. And he's like, well, that makes me a lot better than you. Snaps off his horns, which looks like it hurts. And I love that this is just shocks him. Yeah. <gasps> like and I then f- he that demon calls Azeroth because he's so desperate. He's like, Azeroth, yeah. save me. And you see another close-up of him. Which I do. Can we talk about this moment real quick? Because he, I really, I don't know if it's going to get further into this or if anybody in our listeners want to, or your thoughts as well, but I'd love to hear from our listeners, is that it's interesting that him pulling his horns off to this Mm -hmm. demon is like, oh, I'm fucked. Whereas like, I think in most things we, we deal with, it's like the demon becomes it. And once he has his horns, we think, of a threat. And this is the opposite for this demon. Yeah. I totally agree. It's like, because the demon sees that he was able to defy that. Like he, you know, like magically was like frozen and all this shit like came forward and was revealed, but he's like again and again, been able to like snap them off and like defy his, uh, fate or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So when he sees it, he's like, oh, shit. Like, I completely (laughs) underestimate. Like, he thought he was in control. He's not at all. And he's like, I'm backed against a wall. So he calls forth this other, like, greater demon. Yeah. Um, And Hellboy just goes, good luck with that. And takes his horns and stabs them into his, like, torso. Yeah. Into his ribs. Now it's over. And he smashes him into the window. And then, like, as he does that, the like, this little, like, gross cloud of, like, noxious gas or whatever comes out. This, like, green cloud. And the little fly, like, buzzes out. Oh, love you're tricky. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> but how fast are you? He crushes, like, this window, completely smashes through it, <laughs> flies after this fly. Uh, Gets a hold of it in his right hand. Yeah, and I love that, like, bzz, like, that quick silencing of the of the sound effect and that horrifying quick panel of broomhead like yeah in a sense stuck in like half lizard fucking like oh he's disgusting yeah it's terrifying abe stumbling through the house but he's alive at least um and then hellboy ah! i don't think that's enough i think oh, it's, it's a, a ha, ha, gotcha. oh, like gotcha <laughs> like oh, a, yeah, that's, that's what i think it is and then so as good. he's falling it's like he's not even he's just happy with that he got him that he doesn't yeah. even realize he's falling almost splashes into the thing he lifts he's like does like a like <laughs> splooshes up with the with it and then we see the demon prince is there he's like oh well done oh what the hell are you doing here you know who i am i've got a pretty good idea um, if you know me, then you know what I want. And he reaches out his hand for that little like demon. Yeah. And he's like, what the he hell? Hands him over. Yeah. What the hell? What am I going to do with him? Hands him over and he like imprisons him. Yeah. Almost like it's like Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. It looks yeah. like he put him in, um, sap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> or it. Amber. Yeah. yeah. Dino DNA. Dino. 
Demon, demon DNA. Demon, DNA. <laughs> and then, yeah. Welcome, like... welcome to, <laughs> welcome to Demonic Bark. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. You're crushing these voices today. Poor Ulak back in prison for another thousand years. He's such a funny little demon. Yeah. Too. Like, I like his he's small like downright form. cute when he's the little fly guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's like not accepting his, but then he's like, one should know and accept his place in the scheme of things, which of course he's saying to Hellboy as yeah, well. Yeah, don't like you think? Saying, he like captures this little tiny thing and he's like trying to be intimidating, I think. Um, don't you think? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> You've got your guy now, get lost. Uh, he's like, there's still a matter of this. He holds out the crown um, that Hellboy hadn't even been aware of until this point. He's like, um, I love yeah. this. I've had it all with all this beast of the apocalypse crap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, like, and now he's like outright saying it, speaking like this to this demon. He's like, I, it's just not what I am and it's not what I'm ever going to be. And that's the end of it. So why don't you take that thing and shove it up your, <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> but they're so not funny, but they're like, okay, but they're not like, they're, like, they're not, they're not, they're still so confident. Right. Yeah. Cause he's just like, Call I'll keep it week. for you <laughs> in hell. In hell. Yeah, yeah he's like, if you're in the, in the pandemonium in the house of the fly, there is a seat reserved for you. The crown will wait for you there when you want it. If you're ever in the area, <laughs> call me. This image of his, like, what I'm assuming is his true form. Yeah, very Is gross. wild. As he's he says, like on this, me. like, seahorse looking nasty bastard fucking splashing and around. And his wand's a snake. Eek, yeah. Yeah, his, yeah, it turns into a snake and his horns. And don't he has hold big your breath. wings. Too, yeah. <laughs> I love you just don't even react to that big thing. It's just like, oh, hold your breath. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or that this giant thing says, call me. Call, call me. me. Call me. <laughs> That's how she said it over reading. Call me. <laughs> and then it like disappears into <laughs> dust, goes to hell. Hellboy's walking away. Um, we see like a cool little shot of the house, kind of like the aftermath. Yeah, the empty box After with all the, the demon dust body. Is settled. Yeah, the demon. This still. dude with horns in his butt. It's not his butt. It's his front. Yeah, it's his this front. Is his, okay, I think it's so just like deteriorating. Here's his just- chest. These are his ribs. This is his like crotch, and then these are his two little knees. I don't think knees go the opposite way. No, that's not his knee. Okay, this is. I'll show you. Okay. This is his like pelvis <laughs> right here. And then this is his thigh. This is his knee. And this is his shin going down. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is his like chest right here. Just right in. Head. Do you think the horns are in his butt? Or <laughs> he in saw his... him get stabbed in the torso. <laughs> in yeah. his torso. You, you think the think... horns are up his butt? That's You're in big trouble. <laughs> we'll see what the fans think. Uh, I think if you saw that panel by itself, you're right. It looks like it's his butt, but yeah, it's not. It does not. But his body's just like, I think, maybe deteriorated too. Because he's now, mm. his form is no longer empowered with with the demon itself. So maybe I think- we'll learn in the next uh, episode. Wow. Oh, my Ooh. God. Where the horns are. Where Jessica replaces me as the host. Yeah. yeah. Wild, wild turn in the podcast. And then we see Hellboy stumbling through the thing. He's like, it's like, finds Abe. Um, you okay? Uh, no, I'm just lying on the floor for fun. I feel like yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm going to be like, sore in the morning. Uh, it is morning. Uh, <laughs> that's like, like such a fun little exchange between them. Like, they're such good friends. Uh, wow, you're really a mess. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably like uh, go to the hospital for a while. So they're like kind of wrapping up like... 
Um, no problem. Did you see Broomhead? Uh, I did. Um, he got all bricked up behind a wall. That's strange. That's strange. <laughs> Any sign of Count Carino? And then a nice little flashback to the... The monkey knocked out. Probably dead in I his think riches. Dead, yeah. In his riches. Yeah. With a little he golden got what crown. He asked for, yeah. yeah. He got what he asked yeah, for. Yeah, careful what you wish for. The end. end. But then we have a quick epilogue that was added on. Yeah, which, which is, is cool. You get to see Kate. Yeah. Fan favorite is Kate Corrigan. I told you a little bit about her. Yes. Yeah. So and she meets him like in a Stonehenge. Hellboy who's like likes to hang out here. Yeah. Um, this is a little foreshadowing of what's going to happen between Hellboy and the Bureau, I think, which is very interesting. Oh, really? If you pick up on his the tone of what she's bringing to the table right in the scene, as well as like his sort of what he has to say mm-hmm. back to it, it's. It, I think it's a bit of foreshadowing for what's going to occur. Yeah. Because she shows up and she's like, she's like checking in with him, but she's also bringing some bad news to him. She's like straight up saying, well, I can't really, he looks like Abe's okay. Um, and he's like, I'll be a few years ago. I was up in Canada looking for like monsters, the Ogobogo. I looked up the Ogobogo. Mm-hmm. There's a song that you can look up on Wikipedia that people have written a British song about the Ogobogo. So I might, I've never heard of it before. We're going to, um, I'll, I'll pull it up, but then we'll play it out for us on this episode when we get there. But it's like, a, it's like the Loch Ness monster. It's just another like Loch yeah. Ness. Cool. Yeah. I just Googled it. But there's a really funny on Wikipedia. Like people wrote, there's like a, like a little like dancey jazzy song with it. Oh, it's go, very, go, 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 go. it's very funny. <laughs> oh, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I know I'm going through this epilogue a little fast, but he's just saying he brought up the Ogobogo because he's like, Hell, Abe took on that thing. He'll be fine. Yeah. That's it. It gives him a good reason to be like, he didn't just like ditch Abe in this house. He like, he knew he could yeah, like, like hold he, his own. He's not going to get killed by a monkey. If he faced that thing, Yeah, which is a fun quick, Cut away to him like getting thrown. Yeah. But she says he got thrown, he got tossed 800 feet onto pointed rocks. That's insane. Yeah. And he survived that. <laughs> and then Kate's kind of like pressing him because she's like, hey, you know, like your report was a little sketchy. Yeah. This is where I think there's a little foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's personal shit. Like you guys don't need to know every single Yeah. He's detail. like, screw it. He literally says about the bureau, screw him. Yeah. Right here. Because he does so much for them. And now they're. He does so much work. He goes through all this bullshit and like keeps getting reminded about his like fate by demons because yeah. he's on the job. Um, and he's like telling her, he like admits to her, you know how I live. Um, like I, I never deal with what I am. I don't think about it. I just do my job, which usually involves beating the crap out of things a lot like me, but I don't think about that. And it's really sad. It is. I think this is the first time where we're, I think Hellboy from when we've met him and on here, I'm really starting to understand how lonely this is making him feel. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I think he even like, cause we've met him even like the devil. We watched him lose a lot of the bureau. A lot of people died that on that, when that assignment. Yeah. And it's all in some sense, I think it's wearing on him. It's like, it's about him person. It's a personal thing for him that these people are losing. So I think on this, it's just, he's alone. No one. It's the first time I think Hellboy is really having to face, as we've mentioned before, his, his demon side. He's been raised by humans. He probably feels very human at this point, yeah. but now is having to be kept reminded that he's a demon. So I just, I just feel so, it feels so lonely. Yeah, this part was emotional. 
Very much. Don't you think? Well, because it probably would be much easier for him just to be a demon, too. Like, just to be bad and powerful. Yeah. Totally. He's struggling to be good. Yeah. Like, despite everything that people say about him and stuff. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, he's like trying to be human. And it makes him human. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I think this big speech that we're walking in, he's like, I don't, but I don't think about that. But then he goes into this, I live with my head buried in a hole and that's fine. But then something like this Brumhead thing comes along. It's like I get yanked up out of that hole and I get a look at my part in the big picture. What kind of picture? Bad. Yeah. But all I can do is get is get my head back into that hole. But what if I don't? What if I keep looking at that big picture? It's just so, yeah, oh, it's so it's really weighted. Bleak. and just, He's like so sad. It, and then Kate's trying to encourage him, you know, like, I think you should look at it. It would be scary at first, but it might be the best thing for you. Um, uh, and he's like, really? I thought you'd tell me not to do anything crazy. Surprise. And then cuts back to these like fairy king. Watching this. Yeah. Poor creature. It's tra- tragic. He's like, hush goblin. goblin. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's kind of being like almost a little silly, I guess maybe. And he's like, hush. Yeah. Like, this is like, nah. yeah. yeah. Um, Kate's like kind of insisting, like, you want to talk about it? Uh, what do you got there? Um, just more trouble. And it's that like premonition that, that his the priest hand gave would be. Him. Yeah, the priest gave him to like, this is you, your hand is a tool to unlock hell, basically. And Hellboy tosses it away. <laughs> and I love it as part, but I love as he says it, he's just like, you know, maybe I'll just bury my head just one more time. Throws this it up part's the wild. Wind. And then a fucking like <laughs> eagle hawk, or right? a hawk yeah. or yeah, some bird of prey, some raptor squeals down from the sky and grabs it, crunch. Jesus, how do you ignore something like that? Like Kate is just like, yeah. you know, he's she's like, like well. oh God. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I think so funny. And what a great thing that we're now like, he's really is just burying his head because he immediately just says, I know. Let's go to Sussex. Yeah, he's like heard about another job. He's like, let's go work on this thing. It's, They've got a lady uh, ghost crazy. there that rides around inside a castle on a donkey. That'd be something. That'd be something. Yeah, like just in the face of all of this stuff that like, it's obviously not coincidence. In the face of all this stuff, that's like, you're gonna have to face this at some point. He's still continuing to be like, let's just. I want to do my job. Let's do my job. Yeah, it's all I got. It. It's all I got that really, all I, really I can rely about. on. Yeah. Right now. It's it's something that he's good Whew. for. He can actually and that's so people. relatable. Yeah. To be like, I got this shit that's coming down on me. Let me just get back to work. Yeah. Let me distract myself and keep myself away from bit. it. Ooh. But it's admirable for him because it's in a way that like. Oh, he's, people, he's turning presumably. against something. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off there. No. Oh, my God. Not at all. You are, are these two lovers? They're not lovers. They flirt. Yes, they flirt. I don't know if, if any other writing is suggested. The only thing I know of Hellboy having a sex life it is it's fully discussed in the first novel. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like there's like an X in that. I mean, that makes sense. He's built, yeah. he's built like a man. Yeah, he's <laughs> a man. Does he have a big stone dick or something? I think it's just a good. I think he just has a good healthy. Jessica has looked at me horrified. <laughs> I think he has like a good, three times in this podcast. I think he has a healthy dick. He's it's probably just, just, just got red. a normal wiener. Yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't want him to finger you with that thing. No, no, no. You'd be and walking funny hell. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> unless you're into it. Yeah, yeah. Unless, <laughs> unless you do want it. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, listeners, um, we want to hear from you as well um, about this um, issue and the hardships of Hellboy this up to this point. Um, you can email us at ah crap a hellboy podcast at gmail.com. Um, before we close out, any favorite panels, dialogue, anything that you want to just be like, well, let's talk about that real fast, real quick, that you loved and would like to and you loved and you would like to talk about. Uh, I just loved the the monkey with the gun moment. Yeah, he's got a gun. <laughs> Me and Kate have a far side comic that's our favorite. It's these people going through a safari yeah, and like they look through the bush and they see this elephant and they're like, watch out. He's got a knife. And this giant <laughs> elephant just has this little tiny little, like, switch blade. <laughs> and that's what it makes me think of because monkeys are so pretty funny. strong. I'm sure. Right. You can... A monkey by itself would be pretty. Uh, like a, a grown gun. ape is <laughs> yeah. can rip your face off. Yeah. For and, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, he's got a gun. <laughs> he's got a gun. So funny. Very good. Um, I would I would say my favorite, I think, is a panel that you called out. Really early, Kate. I think it's the one of the demon bowing to Broomhead saying, Command me, master. Oh, yeah, with his little hands. Hands up, and he's just like sort of just putting himself in a very position. Uh, right, like a sub, vulnerable sub, position. Sub, sub, uh, subjugation. Subjugation. He's subjugation. Submission. Submission. Submission's a good position. Yeah, brother. I think even the lines behind him. The line, the three lines that are dropping behind him, just are perfect. Look they like just give this prison. Yeah, yeah you're right. that's great. Yeah, totally. I love that. That panel. he's so smart. That and I think yeah. the, the entire page of Abe taking down the monkey, I think is just. There's a lot of great yeah. images in this whole these yeah, whole two issues. He really like outdid himself. And I think Hellboy is just a cutie patootie, isn't he? <laughs> I think he looks so great. Yeah, he like looks great, and he's like. Scary, but also, yeah, like cartoonishly, like adorable. Yeah. I agree. He's a good one. Yeah. Great. Um, And then before we close out as well, any suggestions for our listeners that you, to read, watch, or see that were inspired by this read at all? Mm. Well, you know, you did just read The Descent, or wa- excuse me, watch The Descent, which the director who made that movie is going to make the new Hellboy movie. Oh, you know, yeah. that's so interesting because when we were talking about that one Abe thing that I liked when it was the circle and then like lots of darkness, yeah, there is a scene in The Descent where it's like her going, it's towards the very end, she's like going up a tunnel and it's all like black around the tunnel, yeah. but just this light and her mm-hmm. kind of going up. And it reminded me of that. I was actually going to say it. So that's interesting that it's the same person. Well, Mike Mignola, the guy who writes and illustrates this, has said of the new movie that it feels a lot more like the comic book than the old movies. So, Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, the descent is definitely a ton about darkness and then what you see yeah. but, um, amongst the darkness, like the little patches of things. That's that a great point. See. Yeah, it's like a little, like stylistically, they're similar. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, you have a good director on it. Yeah. I'm excited to see the and first And it's going to be the Stranger Things guy, right? Yes. Who yep. else? Who's going to be the fish Mia, Mia Jovovich is going to be the like villain. Oh, I love her. Yeah, I love her yeah. so much. Uh, we don't know that Abe Sabian is in it at all. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's I bet he is. 
I hope so, but or at least a teaser, maybe of yeah. him. I can see there being like a tease of him his presence. A at little the tadpole. End. Yeah, a little tadpole. Well, they find him, and he looks like that when they find him. Yeah, he was in a basement under the Pentagon. Was Did it? Was you a ho- like or was the a shape hospital? of water? Yeah, I love the shape of water. I thought it was a great movie. I liked it too. Yeah, it was a wonderful little That's tale. Nice to think of that. Well, it's the same actor, right? In the two films, and he likes yeah. Guillermo del Toro yeah. likes get. Fishmen. He loves those yeah. fishmen. Little freaky. Little freaky. Very fish freaky. Man. Yeah. Any other movies or anything, or anything to you're read? Oh uh, well, when we were talking about seeing shadowy figures in a, in the distance, it made me think of when we watched Hereditary, and it has like some of the best examples of that. Of like when you kind of look in the corner and think you see something, but it's not quite the thing that you think it is, or it ends mm-hmm. up being the thing that you yeah. thought it was. It does it in a way that it feels like when you do it in real life, it looks like that. Right. Um, I don't know. Watch it's out. Eerie. I like that movie. Yeah. It's, it, was, it was a wild ride, that one. Yeah. 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 That's great. Anything, anything from you, Kate? Um, what else did we read? I don't know. It's okay. I don't have anything right now. I feel like my mind is blank. That's all right. What about I, you? I'm going to suggest it's always movies with me, maybe because that's just what I love. Yeah. But uh, just the demon stuff is coming to mind. Is this great movie called Fallen? I believe it's called Fallen, uh, starring Denzel Washington and John Goodman, and it's about a demon that will possess you by through touch, mm. and it's like it keeps passing. So it will pass into somebody, do terrible things, but then it can get away. So the whole movie starts with a guy going on death row. And he's about to get zapped, but this demon grabs onto somebody else and jumps. Cool. So this innocent person gets killed, even though their body did the axe. Yeah. And the whole thing's about Denzel Washington trying to outsmart the demon. He's got to always outsmart somebody. And Denzel. <laughs> I think it's a great, especially for a supernatural movie, has great little rules and then just plays with you the whole time. It's really a fun watch. That's fun. It's a huge, it's a good movie. I like it. Fallen. I love Denzel too. Yeah, and it's fun to see that he's willing, like a good actor is willing Goodman. to do that. Oh, John Goodman's great in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my suggestion that I has popped in my head. Um, and once again, uh, to our listeners, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram at Ah oh, Crap, a Hellboy podcast, uh, Twitter at Ah oh, Crap Hellboy, and please subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to see your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you podcast. Where can our audience? Get more of you, Jessica. Uh, college Humor, YouTube.com or CollegeHumor.com. Oh, we just launched a streaming service called Dropout. So if you're interested in uh, signing up for that, you can do that too. <laughs> Great. That's where you can catch you me. You company man. <laughs> do you have a Twitter or anything as well that you I like to give out? I do not, no. Good for I'm you. Off Stay off of grid. it. <laughs> you live in a cabin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank yeah. you for having me. It was fun. Yeah, I'm glad delightful. you did it. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. yeah. Now you the had listeners fun and liked it. I had a great time. Okay, cool. Great. Great. And the listeners now know. And now they know. Now they know you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Great. Now you can keep listening to hear Kate's engagement story for when I get my ring. Ooh. That's right. I still haven't done it. <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. It's hard to surprise her. You will. Yeah. I'll try. I think you will. I'll try. So let's close out with playing a little <laughs> the Uga Bogo, the funny fox trot. I'll probably try to get a little snippet from this. 
But here you go. I feel like I'm in a Betty Boop cartoon. Hopefully the listeners can hear this a little. It's such a wild, weird thing. <laughs> Look at him. Look at the picture that comes with it of him. This guy's Ogo a Bogo freak. Playing a banjo. He is yeah. a freak. It's like the longest intro too. To get to the actual lyrics. That's how people had all the time in the world back then. I'm not gonna put the listeners through this entirely. <laughs> uh, we're gonna keep listening to it as we go out. Thank you again for listening. Sorry to make you listen to that silly song as we go out. Uh, Enjoy it. Look it up yourselves. Goodbye, and... And I love you. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we do a podcast called Why Mommy Drinks. Each episode, we have a guest and we all share a story of a time that our kids drove us to drink. Parenting isn't easy, but it sure can be funny. Listen to us on Campfire Media. Why Mommy Drinks. Campfire.